Hello everyone and welcome back to the Flyers Forecast. I am your host Steve Jaco, here to talk about the Flyers week ahead for the week of March 22nd. And yeah folks, I don't think you really particularly feel like talking about the Flyers right now. I don't particularly feel like talking about the Flyers right now, but we're going to get through it together, okay? We're going to get through this together like we always do with gallows humor and what have you, all of that stuff. This week, as we always say in these crazy days, a jam-packed week for your Philadelphia Hockey Flyers starting Monday, March 22nd, homestand this week, so all home games. Flyers host the New York Islanders. You may remember them from the previous two games, which were, oh, so much fun. One of them was kind of fun. One of them was decidedly not fun. NBC Sports Philadelphia MSG Plus for your television on that one. And then, Tuesday the 23rd, the Devils come into town. Back-to-back against different opponents again from the tri-state area. Don't ask me why. I don't have the answers. I'm not Gary Bettman. New Jersey Devils, NBCSN, so the big national network. But guess what, you fun folks, or you fine folks, fun and fine, why not both, are going to get this both nationally and locally. So it's on NBCSN, it's on Sportsnet, it's on TVAS, whatever that is, and NBC Sports Philadelphia. So all of that good stuff right there. Thursday the 25th, New York Rangers, again, might remember them from last week. ESPN Plus, TVAS, NBC Sports Philadelphia, and MSG2. MSG Dose, if you will. And those previous three games are all going to be 7 p.m. games. This last game of the week, Saturday the 27th, against the New York Rangers on NBC Sports Philadelphia and MSG, is going to be a 1 o'clock game. Nice and early. Drink your sorrows away. Nice and early after this one. That No, that's not the right attitude. We got to think about nuts. It's very difficult to think positively after the way this team has been playing lately, but I do what I can. 1 p.m. game on a Saturday, though, and we'll just get right out of there, move on with our day. Plenty of sunshine right now. Plenty of things to do on our Saturdays. The weather's getting better. You can enjoy your Saturday still after watching the Flyers and the Rangers do whatever they're going to do against each other. Now, regarding those Philadelphia Flyers, they currently sit at... 15, 11, and 3, good for 33 points, a 569 win percentage. Nice. Fifth in the East, three points behind Boston and three points ahead of the New York Rangers. And they are only 4, 6, and 0 over their last 10, even though it feels like, I don't know, 2 and 8, something like that. It doesn't feel like 4, 6, and 0. And 4, 6, and 0 is not particularly good. It doesn't even feel like it's been that good. This team is not playing their best hockey, to say the least. Points leaders, James Van Riemsdyk, still sitting on top of 29 points, 13 goals, 16 assists. Joel Farabee, Joel Farabee, our pride and joy this year. One of the guys who's really, I think, been a highlight in a difficult season. 25 points, 13 goals, 12 assists for Joel. Claude Giroux, 23 points, 7 goals, 16 assists for the captain. Jakub Voracek, Jake Voracek, 22 points, 5 goals, 17 assists. And Kevin Hayes rounding out the top five with 21 points, 9 goals, and 12 assists. Goaltending-wise, I barely even want to talk about it because it has been just horrific. The numbers are just, they make me sick to look at, but they are here. and We're going to take a look at them. Carter Hart sitting at 8-7-3, 3-8-4, 3-8-4, 
0.3 GAA and an 8.75 save percentage. Not great, Carter. Versus the Islanders this year, Carter's been 2 1 0, 3 6 1 GAA, 864 save percentage against the Devils, 1 0 0, 1 GAA, 971 save percentage, and against the Rangers, 1 0 1, 374 GAA, and an 863 save percentage. Brian Elliott, Moose, sits at 7 4 0, 297 GAA, 892 save percentage, and against the opponents this week, Islanders, 1 0 0, 280 GAA, 917 save percentage. Devils 10003 GAA even 885 save percentage and against the Rangers 110 a 5.50 GAA and an an 800 save percentage. Those numbers and Carter Hart's numbers against the Rangers were obviously really blown up by that just horrific abysmal game from last week. The game we shall never speak of again. No, it is a, a game that will be remembered, I think, in infamy by this fan base for a while. 9 nothing loss to the Rangers. We'll talk about that when we get to the Rangers section again, because I, I don't think you can let this team forget how pissed off we are about that. I mean, it's just I, a historically bad loss for the Flyers is what that was. Injury-wise, Flyers have two major injuries right now. Sean Couturier is day-to-day with a lower body injury, did not play against the last game against the Islanders on Saturday. Not that I think this team would have fared that much better with him in there, but you always fare better with Sean Couturier in the lineup, so definitely always a big loss. Hopefully, uh, Coots will be ready for this next Islanders game. Robert Haig, body bag Haig himself, on the IR with an upper body injury right now, and Haig will be out for about two to four more weeks right now, and... I'm not a huge Hag fan, but hopefully he gets back quick because Nate Prosser is not cutting it. In the meantime, looking at the opponents for the week, the New York Islanders are up first. And yes, we just played them twice. 28-4 on the season. Good for 44 points. A 688 win percentage. Second in the East, tied with Washington for the most points in the division. They have one less game played than Washington. 8-2-0 over their last 10. And... The Flyers shockingly have a winning record against this team this year. They're 3-1-0, which blows my mind. That doesn't sound right to me, but that is the truth, and that is the case, so I'll take it. But the the Islanders give the Flyers fits. I mean, every game the Flyers have played against them, uh, you know, if the Flyers haven't lost to them, it's gone to overtime. I mean, their three wins were all in overtime. The Islanders, and the Islanders came back in those games. The Flyers were leading, and just when they felt comfortable, the Islanders struck before you, I mean, the third period in that game they won last week. Before you knew it, oh, tie game. Great. There's my confidence. The Islanders are tough. They are a tough nut to crack. Points leaders on that team, Matthew Barzal leads with 25 points, 9 goals, 16 assists. Very, very good player. Nick Letty, 21 points, 1 goal, and 20 assists. Good lord, Nick Letty loves apples. Jordan Eberle, 20 points, 10 goals, 10 assists. Anders Lee, 19 points, 12 goals, 7 assists. Anders Lee is out for the rest of the regular season, though, and that is a big loss for this team. Uh, as you can see, those 12 goals are definitely a big void to fill. Brock Nelson, 18 points, 12 goals, 6 assists, and Jean-Gabriel Pajot and Josh Bailey also have 18 points, and that's kind of what the Islanders do. They're just a, 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 a team with a lot of depth, 
and that's how they get you. Depth and a great system. Also helping is the goaltending numbers. Uh, Semyon Varlamov, who uh, is uh, not the best person, uh, not a good person, whatever. We're not going to talk about that. 13, 6, and 3, 2, 1, 7, GAA, 923 save percentage. Ilya Sorokin, 7, 2, and 1, 208, GAA, 915 save percentage. So very good goaltending numbers for the Islanders. Uh, injuries, I mentioned uh, Anders Lee's out for the rest of the regular season with a lower body injury and on the IR until then. And Noah Dobson is on COVID protocol at this time. Moving on to the New Jersey Devils, the wretched scumbag New Jersey Devils, who I will never forgive for ruining hockey in the 90s. 11, 14, and 4, 26 points, 444, or 448 win percentage for the Devils. I saw a couple fours and I kept saying it. Seventh in the East, 4, 4, and 2 over the last 10, though, which, again, not good, but I mean, that's basically what the Flyers are, right? Yeah, uh, not so good. Flyers are 2 and 0. Oh. 2-0-0 if you want to be technical uh, against the Devils this year. Points leaders, Pavel Zaka, 17 points, 7 goals, 10 assists. Jack Hughes, 16 points, 7 goals, 9 assists. Kyle Palmieri, 14 points, 5 goals, 9 assists. P.K. Subban, 14 points, 3 goals, 11 assists. And Ty Smith, whoever the hell that is, 14 points, 2 goals, 12 assists. I can't be the only person who hadn't heard of Ty Smith before this, right? Right? That's not exactly a unique name there, but it's not a guy I'm that familiar with. Whatever. Who cares about the doubles? Goaltending. Mackenzie Blackwood, 6'8-1, 305 GAA, 903 save percentage. Scott Wedgwood, 3'4-3, 259 GAA, 918 save percentage, though, so not a bad save percentage for Wedgwood there. They also have Eric Comrie and Aaron Dell, but who actually cares about either of those guys? I certainly don't. Injury-wise, the Devils have Nico Heischer on the IR, out for a couple more weeks with a sinus fracture. Ouch, that sounds unpleasant. Nathan Bastian on the IR with a lower body injury. And this is the Devils. I mean, this is... Look, there's no easy teams, right, in the National Hockey League, and the Flyers certainly aren't making anything easy on them. But this is a game I expect this team to win, and I will be... I mean, I can't say... I'll be pissed off if they don't, because can I get any more pissed off after the past week? Like, nine to nothing, and then a just embarrassing six to one loss to the Islanders on, on Saturday to throw the cherry on top there. It's just, it's unpleasant. It's not good. So beat the goddamn Devils, please. If you're going to get, please get more than two points this week, but if you're going to get two points, make sure it's against the Devils. This is a team you should beat with your eyes closed, guys. Come on. <sighs> Speaking of 9 to nothing, let's talk about the New York Rangers. Yes, those New York Rangers, 13, 13, and 4, 30 points, literally a 500 win percentage. This is literally a mediocre team. Sixth in the East, pretty good over their last 10, at least compared to the Flyers, they're 5, 4, and 1, although that's that's a pretty mediocre record when you think about it. And the Flyers are 2, 1, and 1 against the Rangers, and again, it does feel like that loss... That 9 nothing loss was more than just one loss. It was, you know, ultimately just one loss, which great, but it, it felt like three or four losses packed into one. Woof. And thanks to Hockey Reference for having those easy records against uh, each different team to find. That's a, a, a great tool to have right there. Points leaders for the Rangers. Pavel Buchnevich, 26 points, 10 goals, 16 assists. 
Artemi Panarin, brand man. 25 points, 8 goals, 17 assists, only 18 games played. Panarin is a monster. Ryan Strom, 23 points, 10 goals, 13 assists. Chris Kreider, 20 points, 14 goals, 6 assists. Mika Zibinijad, 17 points, 6 goals, 11 assists. And that's right, 6 goals and 3 of those came in one period against the Philadelphia Flyers. whoopity doo Adam Fox also has 17 points, 2 goals, 15 assists, and he is definitely their best defensive player on that team. Goaltending-wise, Igor Shosturkin, 6-7-1, 2-31 GAA, 9-21 save percentage, although he is on the IR with a strained groin. Just take some more time, buddy. Take take another week to, to work that out. Unfortunately, Alexander Georgiev, 5-5-2, 2-9-2 GAA, 8-97 save percentage, but, you know, he had dog shit numbers before last week, and then he shut out the Flyers, so that really helped a lot. And the guy I thought was going to shut out the Flyers, but actually was not that good against him, was Keith Kincaid. 1-1-1, 2-3-2 GAA, 9.05 save percentage. Injury-wise, Shesterkin I mentioned, uh, Philip D. Giuseppe, COVID protocol, and Jack Johnson's out for the rest of the season with a sports hernia, but for the Rangers, that's really... More of an addition by subtraction right there. I mean, he's just not a very good hockey player at this point, or maybe ever. Who knows? Lastly, we have Players of the Week, and it almost feels silly to talk about Players of the Week with the current state of this team. I had Claude Drew and Kevin Hayes for my picks last week. Claude Drew actually did have a nice statistical week, all things considered. Four points, two goals, two assists, so point per game uh, last week for the captain. Kevin Hayes, two points, one goal, one assist. Uh, and that's not a, the best week for Kevin Hayes. Uh, Claude Drew with a pretty nice week, all things considered. But, I mean, that it's hard to give anybody a player of the week game for those two just bombs. I mean, that's the thing about the Flyers, right? Is when they're good, they're, they're pretty good. But when they're bad, they are awful. They are just unbearable to watch bad. And that's rough, man. That's rough. This week, I am picking... And again, I don't really... <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick Oscar Lindblom and Michael Raffle. Uh, Lindblom really showed me a lot over the weekend. He had a great game against the Islanders with a couple goals. And he he picked up a fight in that 6-1 to game, which you don't want to see. Dear Oski boy, taking up a fight after all he's been through. But, I mean, the spirit is there, and I respect the hell out of that. So, Oscar Lindblom, keep on keeping on man and keep with the the offensive production i i think we're starting to see more of the old oscar Lindblom, and i i welcome that and michael raffle because why not who, who doesn't love some some fourth third line production from michael raffle and if i had to make a prediction as far as which goalie is going to start each game it doesn't matter but it kind of matters I'm thinking if Brian Elliott's up to it, I mean, Brian Elliott's had to take some time off lately because he did start a bunch in a short period of time, and he's just, he just, he can't start that many games these days. Uh, I would like to see Brian Elliott in against the Islanders on Monday the 22nd, Carter Hart against the Devils on Tuesday the 23rd, and then just split them between the two Rangers games. So, you know, doing Elliott, Hart, Elliott, Hart, if you can, hopefully Elliott's up to it, but if he's not, I mean, please step it up, Carter. Please? Pretty please? Not that the defense is helping. Chuck, we're drowning here, bud. Chucky Two Trades, help us out. My good friend, Chucky Two Trades. Go Flyers! It's another tough week.
If you have any feedback for this podcast, you can reach me on Twitter at Flyperbole or at SDBomb. Best place is Flyperbole. Follow BSH Radio. Follow Broad Street Hockey. We also have a Flyperbole Instagram. Not that I update it that often, but hey, I put new podcasts in the stories, so that's that's good. That's something. Uh, be sure to listen to all of our great podcast offerings on Broad Street Hockey. There's so many good ones. Uh, I do Flyperbole. Uh, we got checking out the competition with Kelly Hinkle. We got Bill Matz on the post games, and we of course have BSH Radio. So many good podcasts to check out. All right, be kind to one another, be safe out there, and wear your mask. Until next time, in the words of the great Gene Hart, good night and good hockey.